Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's mini episode, we're answering the question, did we always know we were going to be successful? So this is an interesting question, Kat. I don't think we've talked much about this, but what's your take? Did you always know that you're going going to be successful? Yeah, it is a It is an interesting question. And I think when I first was asked this by one of our listeners, my initial gut instinct was, hell yes, right? Right. Like, do not deny, you know, believe that good things are coming. But the more and more that I thought about it and thinking back to my 25-year-old self, my 20-year-old self, my 15 and 10 and even five-year-old selves, I don't know that it was always clear to me then that I was going to be successful. So I think it was less about, you know, me knowing that I was going to be successful as opposed to me listening to others around me and listening to whether or not they thought I was going to be successful. Growing up, I really measured my own sense of self-worth and my own sense of success by comparing myself to everybody else around me, which Candice, we know what this leads to, comparisonitis, nothing good. Mm -hmm. And so I think as I've gotten older, I lean into my intuition and my own gut and what standards I set for myself. And I don't compare my success to others. And what it helps me do is really keep me honest and keep me focused and in my lane. And it really helps me trust in my own success because I'm not allowing other people's opinions or expectations to determine my trajectory. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you said like when I that your initial reaction was hell yes, because (laughs) me too, like hell yes. But if you like, if my life was a book and you opened to a random page on that day, did I feel successful? Maybe not. There's definitely been moments in my life where I felt like I wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And it's also interesting because like, is where I am considered successful? I don't know because my bar is always moving, right? It's like, oh, maybe this point I would have thought was successful three years ago, but now I know I want something else, right? So it's Mm -hmm. always, for me as a Scorpio, it's always a moving target as an Enneagram 5. (laughs) Like I'm never satisfied, right? Yeah. But I feel like when I'm thinking about success right now, I'm thinking about, am I happy? Mm -hmm. And like, does this feel good to me? in all the ways, like my body, my mind, my spirit, does this feel happy to me? And to me, that's what I'm thinking about a lot lately. And where I don't feel happy in my business, I'm making choices that ensure that all of those things, my body, my mind, and my spirit are taken care of. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what I'm pushing towards when it comes to success now, because at this point, it's much less about money Mm -hmm. and much more about freedom and and mm-hmm. peace and <laughs> happiness ultimately, you know? 
Yeah. Things that money can't buy. Right. And yeah. I love that you, you know, called out the Enneagram, you know, that you're a five, I'm an eight. And I, I think as an eight and as someone who challenges other people, I do challenge myself. And it also depends on how you're defining success too. Mm-hmm. Like making sure that you're clear on your definition of success. And then also that you're not making success a finite goal. Like yeah. just because we grew a ton, both personally and professionally in 2022, doesn't mean that we're like resting on our laurels this year. No, definitely not. We're building new definitions of success. We're like, how can we, so guys, before we hopped on this recording, we were looking up what percentage, what percentile of podcaster we're in, right? We launched Not Nice Clever six months ago. We are now, based on our analytics and based on industry standards, in the top 25% of podcasts. Woohoo, celebrate. Right. There we go. Let's recognize. But also, Uh we want to be in the top 1%. So there's that. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And now we know what that metric is. And I'm like, yep, ne- this time next year. And Candace yeah. is like, okay, perfect. Let's and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it to me, I know that surrounding myself with other people who are making things happen and also taking care of themselves, because we all know that one person who just like doesn't take care of themselves physically or emotionally and just like works their ass off 24 seven. I don't, I don't want to be that person. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. emulate that, but I'm looking at people who have the lifestyle that I want and the freedom that I want and saying, okay, like what can I learn from the way that they're doing things? And mm-hmm. I am making conscious choices to remove some time blocks in my calendar so I can mm-hmm. just have some more space and freedom. And it's interesting because I remember a time in my life when that wasn't even an option, right? It was like work my ass off all day long so I could right. eat Say and yes live. Right, to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, and those days. Right? And and if you're in that place right now, girl, we feel you. Like mm-hmm. whoever you are, we feel you. Mm-hmm. We've definitely both been there. But we also know that we don't have to stay there. And there's lots of other opportunities that will come to you through that hard work and dedication that you're going to put in right now. But I love that. We're at a place where we can start making choices that feel good. Yeah. Success, one definition for me is having the luxury of that choice. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right? Being able to leverage money as a means to an end to achieve personal freedom. Yes, because Kat and I have been talking about that a lot too, leverage, right? Like there was definitely times in our business where we like had to just suck it up, learn everything we needed to learn, figure out how to build a website because we couldn't afford to pay someone to build a website. Like we've mm-hmm. definitely been there and like now we build our own websites, but. But, but we do it because we want to. <laughs> yes. A skill that we had had to at one point learn, right? Because mm-hmm. we had more time than money back then. And so right. now it's being able to make choices in our business so we don't have to have a ton of new skills every time. We could just mm-hmm. ask for help and pay for help which is, wow, such a privilege because I remember a time in my life where that wasn't the case, right? Yeah. I will never take that for granted. I th- I'm i very grateful for the grassroots way in which I upskilled myself like from when I was just a front desk part-time marketing manager for a fitness studio to social media agency owner to marketing director and now consultant. Like Every new stage has evolved as I have evolved. And I think listening to you talk about, you know, how you aspire to others and how you look at what's going on outside of you around the people you're surrounding yourself with, but then you figure out what's correct Mm -hmm. for you. It really brings me to mind that success doesn't happen in a silo. 
Like it doesn't happen by itself. It doesn't happen by yourself. That's not Mm -hmm. to say that you need to compare yourself to everybody, like have your own definition and version and vision of it, but also like lean into your friends, like lean into your network. Like it's so amazing to have people like Candace in my life to where they can just be like my hype squad when I need my hype squad or my vent squad when I need to vent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it really does help me stay the course. And partnership will always help you go further faster. Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't have this podcast had you not text me one night and said, hey, do you want to start a podcast? Right. And I feel like there's so many people in my life. And if I start naming them, I'll leave people out. So I won't do that. But there's so many people in my life who gave me opportunities to be in front of their audience who trusted me enough with their people that mm-hmm. it allowed me to grow and expand my own business. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed or like you're feeling like you're not, you don't have the momentum that you want to feel successful, you have to be in community with people who are doing things that you aspire to do. And that might be hard if you're the first person in your friend group or you're the first person in your community who's thinking differently or thinking bigger. And Kat and I talk about this a lot because it is key to both of our successes is being in community with people who are doing big things, thinking big thoughts, Mm -hmm. trying new shit. It matters. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you're that one person, go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to audio, type in entrepreneurship podcast, follow Not Nice Clever, and we'll be your hype men in your ear until you can find your own hype men in your community. Like we got you. Or hype women or hype Hype people. Hype people? Whatever. Hype beings. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you have a question that's on your mind, feel free to slide into our DMs at NotNiceClever on Instagram. Shoot us a question. We'll record and publish an answer. We're definitely not gatekeepers here. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio and head to www.notnicecover.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.